So corporate layoffs are rising while the U.S. economy is slowing down. Have you thought about what you would do if you were affected by downsizing? Hi, my name is Michael Blanc, and I want to help you become financially free through real estate so you'll never have to worry about getting laid off. According to a recent Money Watch report, it's on Google to search for layoffs rising as the U.S. economy slows. Layoffs spiked in September and increased 46% from the previous month. This is obviously not good news, and it's an indication to me that inflation is taking its toll because retailers specifically like Walmart and Amazon downgraded their earnings report because people are earning less. I think it's just going to cascade through the economy. And if you don't control your financial destiny and you rely on a job right now, you could be in big trouble. So be proactive. Good news is there's a solution, which is passive income by investing in real estate, specifically apartment buildings. And the even better news is that you don't need previous real estate investing experience at all or a bunch of cash to get started. So if you want help with Getting started with apartment buildings, if that's something that you might be interested in, so you can get out of the rat race forever, text the word APARTMENTS to 66866. That's APARTMENTS to 66866, and I'll connect you to one of our advisors, and let's see how we can help you begin your journey to financial freedom with real estate. Welcome to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast. I am your host, Micah Blanc. I'm super excited that you're here to learn about financial freedom with real estate. Now, typically, as real estate investors, we really typically think about only one thing, which is beer. No, no, I'm just kidding. Real estate, of course. We only think about real estate. And so, but sometimes, you know, especially when you're a passive investor, you're looking to for options of where to invest your money. And typically, we give you uh, options in the multifamily real estate investing space because it's literally the best investment on the planet. We certainly think so because of the attractive risk profile, how it performs in recessions currently, also with the COVID, uh, the cash flow generates and the tax advantages. But as a passive investor, you probably already invested in the stock market. You have mutual funds, right? You might be thinking about, my gosh, should I learn about crypto? Should I buy a Bitcoin for $100,000? I don't know. And there's other like precious metals. So I want to talk about some of those options here for especially passive investors. And to help us with that is our co-host, Garrett Lynch. Garrett, what's going on? What's going on, Michael? So many options out there, right? And like Bitcoin, like I'm just so intrigued with Bitcoin. I think we should buy something. <laughs> you know, I what's funny is I actually used to mine Bitcoin. So I know I know a few things about it. I, I was uh, kind of involved in it on the last boom. And I was going to conferences. I, I was rubbing elbows with some of the, the top people in the industry. So I uh, had some experience with it. And I'll say that it is extremely interesting as far as just the, the technology and what's where it's come from and where it's going. I mean, there was a time when uh, you could buy this stuff for, for less than a penny back not that long ago, back in like 2013. Uh, and now a Bitcoin is worth almost $49,000, which is crazy. And so everybody's asked themselves, do I do it now? Is this the time? And from my, just my point of view from when I got involved before, if the plan is like, hey, let's get into this, set it and forget it. There's going to be an applicable use for this down the road. I don't think that we're in, it's not uh, adopted into modern society as far as we don't pay for stuff using Bitcoin yet, right? So when that adoption happens, I think is really when this is going to be more explosive. Right now we're hitting these kind of like big waves and then falls. And so I think we need to look out for adoption is, is really when you want to pay attention to this kind of stuff. And as a long-term tenure hold, I think that there's there's absolutely a ton of benefit to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. I don't really understand much of Bitcoin either. It's very interesting to me. Now, a lot of us are are, are concerned a little bit about inflation. It's uh, it's out there. Uh, you hear it all on on the news. Governments printing money, devaluation of the dollar, and so this is one reason we love the multifamily syndication space because it is actually a hedge of inflation. As rents go up through inflation, the value of the property actually goes up as well. I really love that. But another great hedge of inflation is, of course, precious metals such as gold. And you know, gold has been trading uh, in new highs, higher in fact, than since the last recession after 2008. And it's kind of bouncing around right in that level where it ended up in the last recession. It peaked up and now it's down below. So a lot of people are saying, hey, gold is a good buy right now. And what I love about gold is they say back, I don't know, 100 years ago, it bought uh, an ounce of gold, bought a very nice suit. And that same ounce of gold buys a very nice suit versus, of course, a very nice suit may have cost, I don't know, three bucks back then. And today costs $2,000. The ounce of gold really preserves buying power, which is why we love gold as well. And then, of course, there's other things like oil, Garrett. What do you think about oil? You know, I don't really, I don't know that much about oil. I don't, um, I don't either. I don't, I know it's got good tax advantages and I know it got clobbered last year. So I don't know. I, I, I want to find out more about oil. So I, we looked around to see who we might be able to find and get on a show to talk to educate us about oil. And we found old guy, Bob Burr. I've, I've known Bob for several years. We hang out with the real estate guys and he's over there. He's an old guy, you know. That guy's a legend, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's been around since the seventies. He's got both of his sons in the business. He's been drilling oil literally, I think since he was born. <laughs> and he has been through so many cycles, right? Especially yeah. now. And I want to know, my gosh, did he lose his shirt, you know, through COVID because the oil price just went to the to the bottom. So let's get Bob here on the, on the show and let us uh, have him educate him. us. Let's do it. You're listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast, where we'll talk about all aspects of buying apartment buildings with a special focus on raising money from others. And now, your hosts... Michael Block. Bob, welcome to the show today. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man, doing great. So, man, I, I can't wait to get into this. It's been, uh, I don't think we've ever had someone on in the oil industry. I mean, we're all multifamily syndicators. We talk about real estate all day long and trends, you know, but as a passive investor out there, they're always thinking other things like, well, can I invest my money? Well, there's stocks, there's multifamily syndicators, but there's also other things like precious metals and oil. So I can't wait to kind of get into a little bit more and learning more about the oil industry. Before we get into that, I mean, you've been in this oil business for a long while, Bob. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And two minutes well, I started in 1973. My brother and I were partners. We've done everything wrong and everything right over the years. I lost him back in 92, and I went on my own and uh, with my family, and we built a real nice operation in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We had our own broker-dealer at one point where I had 60 registered brokers on the phone selling, raising money. We fund projects. As I've gotten older... I learned something very, very critical to all of us in the syndicating business. And it is, it's easier to get in a deal than it is to get out of a deal. And so now I'm very, very, very conservative on what we do. But we're not in the actual drilling prospects is our only uh, mode of operation. It's very difficult to go in and buy singular type prospects. You buy a prospect in oil and gas, you can have the best geology, you can have the best seismic, you can have the best operator, but you still have to drill the well. And where you make your money for you and your partners is 
you make sure the lease that you're drilling on has one capable of having offset drilling opportunities to the to the test well, meaning you need four or five wells. Because once you make one, closeology is the best term you can use in the in the business. The closer I can get to a producer, the better shot I have of making a well. Well, if you miss that well, there you go. And you're gonna miss a lot of them. Just like I told the boys, the, the audience at the real estate conference on the uh, cruise. Anybody that tells you you can't lose all your money in the oil business, hang up on them because they're being less than honest and showing no integrity. I won't deal with partners that do not have the money that should we lose their money. Uh, it does not affect George and Mabel or their lifestyle. I don't want it to cause them any, any unrest, emotion. It's just not worth it to me. I don't have to work anymore if I don't want to. I do it because I love it. I do it because I have two sons your age, and uh, I'm guiding them through the some of the perils that I've already paid the price to learn. I'm a PhD in what I do. Now, what we're doing now is we got during the Corona. Y'all remember the prices of oil went negative, negative. I'd never seen that in my life. Now, what happened during this time? There was a lot of folks in the business. That went negative, negative emotionally, worn out, been fighting it for 30 years. They're broke. They're used to making half a million a, a month. Okay, now they're losing half a million a month. And so a lot of folks ran for the pass. We didn't. I formulated a, a simple formula that we could go in and buy some of these properties from these good operators. And we would withstand the storm. And that's what we've done. Uh, we bought a field in, uh, out of Houston. BR Dome is a salt, water, a salt dome play. Had 247 wells already existing on the property. And has a room to drill 200 more wells. 400 barrels a day. Throwing us off about $350,000 a month income. And we've developed probably 4% of that field so far. Over the next 18 months to two and a half years, we will have recompleted these 240 wells, and we probably will have drilled 30 or 40 new wells. We're doing a note offering right now, which is really neat. I base the interest rate that we pay for the money uh, on the price of oil. Minimum interest rate we pay is 10%. Every time oil goes up $10 a barrel, we add another point to it. So the third quarter, we made three payments now. The, the last one was at 12%. And it goes up to a max of 18%. And, and I want to share that with the folks that put up the money to get a real simple deal. And now we're looking at other properties. we got another big play over in Louisiana we're looking at. The chalk salt dome. We'll specialize in these domes. That's where your money is. And uh, I have my youngest son, a 42-year-old Bo, Justin Burke. He's in the field. We've got him a home there now, and he'll be moving his family down there probably within the next year. He's traveling now, but he's, he's our eyes, and Bo's an engineer. He's an easygoing, neat guy, but he's a killer. And the team that we assemble, uh, Brad Simmons is a graduate of Yale. He was a quarterback at Long Beach High School with Earl Campbell. Earl was his running back. Uh, Brad's won the world skeet shooting contest 
I have time. He's quite a talent. Very, very, very knowledgeable. I'll match it with anybody that I've ever heard speaking. He's just a dynamite guy. He loves what he's doing. He's a third-generation oil guy, and he runs the show in Houston for us. So we're excited. It's something that, that uh, it's God sent. I'm at the age now where I'm too old to practice. Okay, I, I've got my swing. I know I'll make the putt for the money, and that's what we're doing. And everybody's just tickled. Pat, I, I love. There's a lot of stuff here that I, I want to unpack uh, that you said, uh, Bob. But one of the things is that you said you're buying up a lot of these operators that went negative. Well, of course, the question begs. First of all, how were you able to do that? Because it implies that your business is, is somewhat healthy and you have some certain amount of cash reserves or access to capital to do that. And maybe there's a lesson in there somewhere, right? Because a lot of a lot of people are heading for the doors. You're like, hmm, where's my buying opportunity? So, how did you set yourself up for these buying opportunities? Well, the first field we bought, the kid had spent probably $12 million, but he was just a young, young tutor that really didn't have the experience that he needed, I believe. We replaced 22 field employees that he had. They all had pickup trucks with five people. And we've done more in four months than he did in three years. I mean, the oil business, and understand, this is very important for you to understand. I can take a geologist from East Texas and put him out in West Texas. He's not worth a damn. He does not know the rock in West Texas. He doesn't, or the West Texas guy would come to East Texas and we'd have porosity on a well of 11%, and he'd call it a dry hole. We all know that it produces like hell, 11% porosity. So all those uh, factors really are so critical to, to uh, making this thing work. And we, we, we have the team in place. Brad's been in this field for 35 years. He's got a log. He's got a breakdown on every well in the area. I mean, it, you can't believe the database we have on what we're doing. Bob, so it sounds like a lot of what you're doing, I mean, it's, it's about the people as well, right? Like, so obviously you guys have a ton of experience. You guys have been around for longer, probably than most of these companies out here. So you already got the advantage on them uh, in, the, in that respect. And then in addition, you're, you're able to, to source the team that, that helps you, you know, move forward with, with a, a better operation. How do you find that team and, and why are they attracted to what you guys got going on? God, I wish I could take credit for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm the old stud here, so I'll just be very candid with you. I think when it comes together, things just fit. It's just so natural. It just happens. I mean, I don't mean to be facetious, but I'm being very honest. Every good deal I've ever done in my life, and I've done some great deals, and it seemed like the team just molded. It happened here. It happened here. Your first baseman shows up. You got a catcher. And they're all compatible, and you're off to the races. I read many years ago, they was talking to Dale Carnegie, and he said, take all my money, but leave me my people. I'll see you tomorrow. Your people is the key. It has always been the key, and it will always be the key. And I believe in taking care of my people. I don't fire people. I don't, run, I don't have to. If a guy comes to work for us and he can't handle, I call us. We're all capitalists, but I run my business 
emotionally as a socialist. Everybody gets the same hug. Everybody gets my attention. I don't give a damn if it's the lowest to the highest. They get my hug. I don't care if I got to bail them out of jail at three o'clock in the morning. That's not a chore for me. That's where I live, and I do it religiously. So we don't lose people unless they can't fit in with that loving mode. I believe in hugging and hugging again. And the folks know that I'm real. I don't play any bullshit. Comes right down the pie calls. That's how we deal. And the same way with the boys in the field. They believe that Big Bob Burr emails them at three o'clock in the morning, thanking them for all they did that day. Well, we do that. And we do it every day. And it's not the exception, it's the rule. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good lesson, Bob, because sometimes we kind of feel sometimes people are just contractors we hire here and there and you know, we kind of t- 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 treat them almost like a commodity sometimes. And you know, we're learning this all the time that, you know, the business is the people. You wouldn't have a business without the people. Therefore, you really need to invest in those in those people as well. But I'm curious about something else, Bob. And you've been around for, for a little while. You've been doing this since, like you said, the early 70s. So you've been through a whole bunch of market cycles. I mean, crazy. Absolutely. I mean, especially in oil. I was like, oh, my up, down. Oh, my gosh. So what what, what were some of the lessons that you learned because you said I mean, you've done a lot of great deals, but you've also had, I'm sure, losses, as every, everybody had as an entrepreneur and a business owner. Where, you know, what, what were some of those lessons that you learned that allowed you to still be sitting here in the oil business? I think the most important lesson that we've, we've learned over the years is the relationship we build with our, our partners. They know that Bob Burr and team will deal with them with integrity. We're not going to win every time. We don't give up on projects. I'll keep trying to help the project, but maybe giving them my carry in a deal or whatever. But your people and your partners, without your people and without your partners, you don't have a business. And we go to the extreme of trying to turn a lemon into lemonade. Sometimes we can. A lot of times we do. And that's the philosophy. People, my, my CPA gets mad at me sometimes. He's been with me 35 years, and I'll come up, give a partnership a whole well, and I'll drill it out of my pocket. Bob, you're too good. Danny, you can't be too good to your partners, buddy boy. They are you. Without them, you don't have a deal. And that's that's our basis. That's how it works. Now, you're a very positive person, Bob, and I can tell that. And you're kind of evading my question a little bit. But, for example, last year with COVID, the oil price is like literally dropping through the bottom. That must have had somehow negatively affected your business, right? I mean, how did you deal with that? I mean, wasn't that stressful in some way? I know in 1973, we had the oil embargo. In 86, it went to $4 a barrel. Texaco stock went to a dollar and a half a share. And I'm sitting there raising money. And it comes back. It's a cycle. And every time it happens, I make millions of dollars. Because all these guys, they they suck up. They can't deal with it. And I know where it's going up. Hell, it hit 60 bucks yesterday. So, I mean, here we're back in the game. Now, the beauty in the BR Dome is the fact our lifting cost. Now, the boys out in the shell play and all this stuff, their lifting cost is $39, $38 a barrel. That means that costs them that much money to get a, a barrel of oil out of the ground. Our lifting cost on the BR Dome is about $3.50. Why is it so much lower? Because our, our cost, we're not refracking the well. We don't have paraffin buildups. We don't have continuous operational problems, on and on and on. 
they're shallow wells. They're, they're 5,000 back this side. So it's an example of buying an asset right. I mean, it's like buying a multifamily asset that we feel is undervalued. And the break-even point is is, uh, is sufficiently low that the risk, therefore, is much lower as well. The last project you're doing right now in Houston, if I'm understanding correctly, is actually has existing wells on it, which means that is it true that when you bought this asset that it was actually producing oil and it was cash flowing or it was a close to it or, or what was the status of that? No, it was cash flowing, but it just was not being run efficiently. Mm. Tremendous errors in the way they cut the whole ballgame. Mm-hmm. And we and now and, and as we go, we're recompleting and doing it. They went to the bottom. They started with the bottom zone. They depleted it. It's doing three barrels a day. We come in and we have them graded. We've got a hundred wells that's got grade A zones in them. So we set a bridge plug right above the producing zone, sealed it off. We come up hold, we pop a virgin zone, and we're back in business with a brand new well. Bob, so I guarantee you a bunch of these people out here are not they they're not as smart as you and the fact they don't know enough about oil. Let's talk about how this works. So you got I'm an investor and I'm coming in. And I got some cash and I want to invest with you. You're the operator. Okay, what am I investing in? Okay, you're buying working interest in a well. And I'm going to give you this formula and it, probably you won't get it all, but it's a, it's a general math. And, once you <laughs> I'm get a, by, and I say not as, not as smart as you mean myself. <laughs> no, no. I, I, would, I would say that you're a hell of a lot smarter than I am. Uh, and I have no see, ego. So how, do, how does this whole thing work? So tell okay. me. Tell me. I want to the land put owner, some money in. A landowner owns 100% of the minerals. Okay? You with me? Jack yep, I'm with, I'm with you. Okay, Jack Smith owns 2,000 acres that I want to lease, and he owns 100% of the mineral rights. I'll go into Jack, and i say, I'll give you uh, $200 an acre for your mineral lease. Yep. Your lease. And I want 75% net revenue. Every dollar that comes out of the ground, you get a quarter. Now, you pay no expenses with your quarter. Overriding royalty. I take 75%, convert it to 100% working interest. $1,000 comes in, he gets $250. I got $750. I got to pay the operational cost of the well. I net out $600. Every 100 barrels of oil will give us the working interest side. Forget the override, they get theirs. Will get us right at $100,000 a month income. Got it. And so, so if you're bad at this business, you can't. You either can't find wells. So you may you may lease the land and not be able to find the wells, or is that yeah. is that something that happens? Oh no, right? sure. You're out uh, your the lease. You're so there's that's the risk. Is if you if like let's say Joe Joe Schmo out of nowhere says, "Hey, invest with me instead." I've been doing this for two years. He may not know a how to operate like you, and b may not know where the wells are. Is that is that kind of Guess what? You're right in there, buddy. That <laughs> works. Real okay. simple. Real All simple right. deal. All yeah, right. It's not, compl- it. it's not complicated. That's cool. Uh, now, the thing where, where we are, though, which is special, like we're doing a five-wheel drilling program right now. Uh-huh. Funding it. But we cherry-picked five wells in the BR Dome. And what we'll end up doing is a $3 million funding. I think we've got a million and a half bucks in or whatever. And at some point before March, we'll be drilling. And I'll take the rest of it with our with corporate money. Okay. So I'll yeah. put money right in there with the partners. Yeah. And then I'll get that working interest 
or if we sell it all out, I won't. I won't do that. But if if not, I don't mind putting my money right where the right where everybody else is. So with Joe Biden now being president, there's a lot of talk about you know environmental policy and you know the death of fossil fuel. What is your what is your outlook for for all of that for energy over the next you know next next years? Joe Biden, I don't know if you've checked my advisory board or not, but I have a, a advisory board some of the top people in the United States, one of them being Ed Hur, H-I-R. He's a senior writer for Forbes. He's a, a professor at uh, Rice, one of them, in Houston. Uh, quite a talent. And he said, Bob, Biden has just made you $50 million. He's everybody, to do not, they don't understand. I love Trump, by the way. Don't take it personal, but he was my guy. But by the same token, Trump was not our friend in the oil business. I damn bad. He he was trying to he was trying to get it down to a, a workable deal. These guys are printing that money and see when they when they shut down fracking, that doesn't affect me at all. Okay, it kills everybody else in in the shale business. All you big horizontal plays in the down mm-hmm. in the talk, all this kind of stuff because they got to frack them. They got to refrack them. Us, we sit right there at our three dollars and fifty cents uh, a barrel lifting cost, and we go right on about it. So it will help us because of, of just the economics of the type of business we do. So it's no, it's no, no problem for us, none whatsoever. That's why I'm not afraid to see twenty dollar oil. I make money. We make money. Make damn good money. Now sixty dollars, seventy dollars, make a hell of a lot more. But my partners aren't hurt by twenty five dollar oil. Got it. So, Bob, you you also you invest in real estate, correct? So, yes, I do. What kind of real estate investing? Well, let me. I'll just tell you my portfolio right now is I'm in partners. We have a uh, hundred and eighty lots. Uh, average size homes are three fifty to five hundred thousand. Anybody that says real estate is a tremendous tool to make money is ignorant. We all know that real estate's a beautiful, beautiful tool. It just has different characteristics of payouts. Like on this property that we're in, we're not taking any money out till we pay for all the, the uh, construction work, all the lots and the cement and all this BS. And I've been there now for about a year and a half. Now we will make a very nice lick. It will be another year, year and a half. I did one on my own property and the same type of deal. I put in. 26, I have 17 acres in town in Bowling Green. And uh, I decided to develop the front of it. And I got a big old house in the back of it and still got seven acres. So that's all I need. And that's the same type deal. I pay off all the costs. And then in the real estate business, we have to realize that the leverage effect of real estate is what makes it work. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it different eyes. But if I'm dealing with a million dollar property, and I got a hundred grand in it, and I can turn that million dollar property into a million and a half dollar property, cash on cash. I've made four times my money. It's not a bad lick. Uh, what worries me now about where you boys are with these apartments and this this sort of thing is that debt service on that on that loan, and then your renters maybe not being able to come with the money. So there's some tough deals. I, I, it's just like the oil business. It's going to flip over. It's going to be beautiful. I have no doubt about that. At the end of the year, I'm going to send you a K-1. 
you're going to have a $90,000 tax write-off against ordinary income this year. That means Uncle Sam's paid for 35 to 38% of your investment. So he subsidized you, and it doesn't have to be a dry hole. If we hit a gusher, you still get the write-off. And then when you start getting your money, you have an additional allowance about 12 or 13%. So uh, it works. So, Bob, let's talk about the taxes a bit because that's really interesting. So we we have a you know a tax program as well. Obviously, with within our investments, that's a big benefit for investors. But so it sounds like what you're telling me is that if someone invests with you, they're going to get a did you say a ninety ninety percent? I'd say loss? from seventy eight I mean, to ninety percent is about what seventy eight to ninety percent. Wow! And it's not against it's not a passive loss. It's against ordinary income. You said. It can be a passive loss if they're using passive money. Yeah, but so that but that particular loss covers more than just like in our, in ours we're restricted to the passive loss uh, rule essentially unless uh, there's a real estate professional that's taking the loss or an active investor on the real estate side. Your loss is different though. It seems like is yeah, that, you would be a, you would be a general partner in my partnership. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. and, you'd, and you'd get the write-off against ordinary income. Sure. Okay. That, that's fantastic. And two years after the tax write-offs are gone, we automatically elect you out of being a general partner and put you in as limited. And does does that transfer anything? Does it change anything on the loss? Like, is there Not a recapture or anything like that or no? Not a bit. Not a bit. Wow. Well, that, that's a huge benefit to invest in oil. Yeah, that's, that, that's, yeah, that's, right. it is, it is. How do you feel like, uh, how does someone's, how does oil fit in, in an investor's portfolio? Like, what are some guidance around that? Because you, like, you said, oh, real estate and oil have different characteristics. So does precious metals, for example. You know, where does it fit in someone's portfolio and why would someone want to invest in oil? Well, let me just give you an example. I just uh, returned from uh, the Dominican Republic. I spent 10 days, my wife and I are playing golf, 36 holes a day and all that stuff. And I was with a group of very, very wealthy people that make a lot of money. They have villas there and just just three to four months a year there in in, uh, Dominican. And uh, this came up. And my deal is take 2%, 5% of your portfolio, give us a shot. And I'm the first to tell you, I don't care how good the prospect is. It's no more than a 65% shot that I'll make a well for. Now, but I'll make you a good well, and you might get end up getting 10 times your money back. Like an old boy asked me, what's this thing going to do? I said, well, if the good Lord just shines on us and kisses us big, you can make big, big money. Or if he doesn't, we can lose every nickel or somewhere in between. Now, that's the honest truth. That's how it works. Where we are, we'll make wells. These five wells we're drilling, we've got a 90% shot at bringing in a well. They're not offset. An offset well is when I drill a well and then I offset it, get as legally as close to it as I can. That's the best best prospect you can get unless you get an in-between well where you've got two of them sitting there. And that's what we're doing with these five. They're cherry picked. Yeah, love it. So I think there's a lot to learn about about oil. Uh, just I've been watching you for a few a few years, Bob. And you know, you guys are doing. You guys have a super experienced team. You're doing stuff in the U.S. You know, uh, buying an existing well that's already kind of cash flowing is pretty cool. It really reduces the risk. How can people reach out to you, Bob, and find out more 
about you, your company, and possible some of the projects you have going on? Okay, they can check with us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at burrite.com. Now, what we do, which is so very, very critical, Michael, is we take our time with folks that call in. And we, we have, my boys have been, they was raised in the business. They know the business like Dad knows it. They know my, my spirit about how to deal with people. And I'm very strict. I'm very hard when it comes to that because I, I take a lot of pride in, in taking care of the folks. But we like to educate the folks. We like to take our time. This is not a wham, bam, slam deal. I don't play that garbage. We'll take our time. If it's got to be three hours, we got, I just had RJ, you know, RJ, my son, and Brad did a Q&A video. And the Q&A video, and I'll get you a copy of it. But Jay, RJ asked Brad questions about what we've done thus far in the BR Dome, starting from A through Z. Well, I had a partner, I talked to him uh, yesterday when I got back. And uh, he's a he's a good he's a sweet guy, and he said Bob that video told me more about the business. Sometimes y'all forget we know zero, and then we just took it one two broke it right down to the bottom line. He was impressed. The videos are at www.burrite.com forward slash Jan twenty one update. This is a very spiritually warm environment. Uh, you'll enjoy the visit. If you're interested in being educated about it, if you don't have the bucks or you don't want to do it, I don't want you to do it. We know we want to just do be of service to you. It's been a privilege, Michael, to be on your podcast. Thank you so very much. So Bob and his company are really a wealth of information. So uh, email him at admin at burrite.com. That's B-U-R-R-I-T-E dot com and request this video and i actually have seen that video with this interview of his two sons and their president and it actually is fascinating they have like flyovers of this property and schematics and they explain uh the oil drilling business and it's really interesting if you want to learn about oil check that out so send him an email at admin at burrite.com and request that video and i'm sure he'll take care of it for you so what what kind of stuck out for you uh, garrett i think immediately i i was comparing you know, his business model to ours. And I felt like there, you know, there's a lot of parallels as far as you need to have really good operator in that industry and you need to know where the oil is, uh, where the money is. Right. And so I felt like that was very similar to what we do, which is, you know, we, we have to be good operators. So we have to know the business and we need to know what to buy and where. Which is super cool. Exactly. And he's buying like value add, like oil fields, like value add, like they're already producing. It's not like there's a, it's not like a mystery that there's oil in there. Like in my mind, it's like super, you know, risky and speculative to find oil, but they've already found oil. It's just that the knuckleheads operating it aren't very efficient at doing it, which is what we get with apartments all the time. So I love that parallel with our, with our space as well. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, it's, if you think about it, it's like, the oil is down there. You got to have someone good that can go get it. <laughs> and so, so someone that's been doing this since the seventies, obviously they figured out how to get it out. 
which was super cool to, to uh, be able to talk to someone like that. Yeah, the other parallel was you can't get a guy from East Texas coming over to West Texas and vice versa. And I was like, my goodness, isn't a parallel, you know, with property managers sometimes like just because necessarily there's one good property manager who knows a local market, you can't necessarily transplant them to Alaska and expect them necessarily to do a good job as well. And the fact that everything really is about the team. And, you know, that is something that we are learning right, right now is that really is picking the right team members and then really taking care of them. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that couldn't be more true. I think, I think in any business, but it's, uh, it's fantastic to hear from, from, uh, the horse's mouth, AKA Bob about how, uh, his team is what really makes him successful. Yeah. And the tax advantages are actually very similar to, to multifamily real estate. Uh, and in fact, before Trump put in bonus depreciation, oil was in fact the best tax advantage investment on the planet. And then it was eclipsed by bonus depreciation. Who knows what's going to happen with Biden? He may put away with it. He may not. Uh, we'll see what happens. But if if you're listening to this thing and you're interested in, in oil, definitely check out Bob. Um, I've been watching him a few years. He seems like a solid operator. He's been doing this for many years, uh, is happy to educate you on, on the oil business. If you are interested in investing in multifamily. I hope we're your operator. We've been doing this for for a while and we'd love to speak to you as well. You can go to nighthawkequity.com and join our investment club and we'd have the conversation. You fill out a form and you can have a conversation with us. And uh, Garrett and partners are working on new deals all the time. We'd love to share that with you. But first, we got to have a conversation with you. And so you can join at nighthawkequity.com and click the join button as well. If you want to get actively involved in the business and you value mentorship, check out our mentoring program. That's at the Michael blank.com forward slash mentor. Really excited about the success we're having with students who want to uh, fast track their success and avoid some of the expensive mistakes and want to work full time with a syndicator to actually accomplish their goals faster. So set up a strategy session call with us at the michaelblank.com forward slash mentor. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Bob Burr. Catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Blanc. For more free podcasts, articles, and videos, go to themichaelblanc.com. There, you can also download the free ebook, The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your First Apartment Building. Till next time.